This podcast is produced by EnergeticCity.ca, your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To support local news and this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join to find out more. There are ongoing concerns about winter kill across the U.S. northern and central plains. The true extent of any damage might not be known until spring. Trading volumes are likely to be lower today as most Asian markets are closed for the Lunar New Year. Rounding off prices at the Chicago Board of Trade, soybean futures are steady on Friday morning. The March soybean contract is unchanged at 1367 and a half per bushel. March soy oil is up about three-tenths of a cent at 45.94 U.S. cents per pound. March soy meal is down $3.70 at 4.25.20 per hundredweight. Corn futures are nearly mixed on Friday morning, with the March contract up a quarter cent at 5.41 per bushel. Chicago oats are steady to lower, with the March contract down a quarter cent at 3.50 per bushel. Wheat futures are higher on Friday morning. Chicago March is up seven cents at 6.41. Kansas City March is up eleven and a half cents at 6.22 and a half, and Minneapolis March is up seven cents at 6.23. The markets will be closed on Monday for holidays in Canada and the U.S. That's a look at the ice futures and the Chicago markets for Friday morning, February 12th. For Markets Farm in Winnipeg, I'm Glenn Halleck. New Holland Dealer Days are back. Butler Farm Equipment in Fort St. John is here to help you tackle the season ahead. Special preseason savings are available featuring 0% financing and cashback offers on select new Holland hay tools, tractors, and material handling equipment. Thinking about trading in? New Holland Dealer Days is the time. Stop by Butler Farm Equipment in Fort St. John today to learn all about the preseason savings going on. For commercial use only, customer participation subject to credit qualification and CNH Industrial Capital Canada Limited approval. Standard terms, conditions, and other restrictions apply. A down payment may be required. The opinions expressed during this show do not represent those of this station. If you've missed any of this show, you can follow the podcast at energeticcity.ca. Now, an in-depth look at the news and information shaping our community. This is Moose Talks with your host, Doug Craig, on Moose FM. Welcome to Moose Talks. As you heard, I am Doug Craig. We're very grateful you joined us today. It's going to be a bit of a heavy topic kind of day. We're going to be talking about uh, the uh, overdose crisis. Uh, Numbers came out yesterday indicating that uh, more than 1,700 people in B.C. lost their lives last year uh, in drug toxicity deaths. So we're going to talk about that with Lisa Jewell and uh, from the uh, Fort St. John Women's Resource Society in just a few minutes. But to start, uh, we're going to talk about domestic violence and uh, what you can uh, do to help yourself and help those people you may know who are experiencing it it with the uh, family law advocate from the Fort St. John Women's Resource Society, Talitha Nelson. Talitha, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. All right. Uh, So, I mean, this is not something that ever goes away. Unfortunately, we are talking about this because of an incident that happened this week. Uh, Steve Sutherland murdered his girlfriend in an incident of domestic violence. We know that uh, he is going to stand trial for it. Um, Everybody's talking about it right now, of course, in the news and on social media and whatnot. Um, We've heard uh, kind of sort of from people and, 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 and from people we know that that incidents of domestic violence have increased 
uh, kind of since the beginning of this pandemic. What's been your experience and the experience of uh, some of your coworkers at the center? Have you been helping more people uh, hearing that this is going on more often than it was before? Absolutely. Since the beginning of the pandemic, we've definitely seen an increase in domestic violence cases come through our door. Um, and every all four of us at the office have been dealing with it. Now, is this... Was this a surprise to anybody or when you heard, uh, you know, initially that there would be a lockdown, that the government would be pushing people to stay home more often, were you expecting this to happen? Yes, absolutely. Um, And right now, especially in January and February, our statistics for domestic violence are always higher. You know, we just had Christmas, finances might be a little bit lower. um, But not only that, now we're in a pandemic. Um, People are being put in lockdown together. Kids might be there 24-7 stressing out the family. There might be substance use. Um, There's lots that are contributing to it right now. Uh, this is a very complex issue. Um, more incidents, as I said, there's is 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 the only way to sort of deal with this to have like less lockdown or is it I mean, is this just a problem that, for lack of a better word, society has that that has always had. We just happen to be hearing about it more right now. Domestic violence um, at the center, we are always seeing it. Um, definitely more, like I said, since the pandemic started. Um, but even before the pandemic, we were seeing it on a regular basis as well. I mean, there's also been lots of talk about, you know, what could we have done? What what could society have been done, doing to make this situation, uh, prevent this situation, I think is the better term for it. So why don't we talk a bit about that? I, what should you do when you think you suspect someone's in a situation where they're maybe being abused by their partner? What's kind of the, the first step? What, what's the way to get it, the ball rolling to get them out of the situation? Um. So... A big one is is knowing the resources in Fort St. John, right? So I always suggest calling 911. Um, but not only that, having those conversations with people. Um, are they ready to leave? They might be terrified. They might be getting threats. Um, but a big one is, is if they're ready to leave. Um, so offering those supports, offering the resources. We have first stage transition housing in town for women leaving domestic situations, um, which is Miope Transition House. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, there's victim services. There's the women's resource where we help women fleeing abuse um, who are low income. So I think having the conversations with people is really important. Is this... Um... Something that's accessible uh, 24 hours a day, or does it have to be kind of, you know, it sounds dumb, but for lack of a better word, kind of access access during office hours. Is there something that can be done for somebody who's like got a moment and they finally are able to reach out? Miope Transition House is a 24-hour service. They're ran through Community Bridge. Um, 911 obviously is... They're 24-7. Us at the Women's Centre, we are Monday to Friday, but the other two are 24-7, and then there's victim services too. Okay, so there there are resources here. Sorry, sorry, Talitha. Yeah, there's also um, 
crisis lines as well for people. So there's like the main crisis line. Um, and then there's a crisis text line for people who are hearing impaired. And then also a youth crisis line. And those are all 24-7 as well. Okay. Uh, the Moosehide campaign uh, day was yesterday. Uh, it's If you don't know, it's uh, for people who don't know, it's to raise awareness for and ask men to stand against gender-based violence. Um, often, and, and not always, but often gender-based violence is men, you know, against women. Uh, what should men in this community, in your life, your, your brothers, your friends, what should we be doing to prevent domestic abuse? What can we be doing? Um, a big one would be, you know, don't be a bystander, right? If you know something's going on, be there for support. Call 911 if you hear something. Um, just being there, offering those supports. Okay. Do you think there's, we, we covered the pandemic, but kind of in general, do you think there's something about the way society is, the way men are, that we, we could work on kind of on ourselves that maybe prevents, you know, getting to a situation where something like that would happen, where you get so angry or you get into a point where, you know, abuse happens. Is, is there something about the way we sort of hold ourselves that we could be improving kind of in ourselves as we work towards preventing things like this happening in the future? Mm. There are programs that are offered to men and women, right? Um, through Community Bridge, there's, you know, the Peace Program. There's a few other programs that are offered throughout town, you know, anger management, all those kinds of things that could be an option to people who feel that they need it, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right, Talitha. Yeah. Why don't you remind us again, uh, somebody's experiencing this, you know somebody who's experiencing this. How do they get in touch with you? Who do they call first at the uh, resource center to get the ball rolling, to maybe get somebody out of a situation? Um, so you call our main line at 250-787-1121, um, and somebody will answer, and generally our reception, mm -hmm. and just explain to her a little bit what's going on, and she'll put you with the proper um, staff member and we'll get the ball rolling that way. And I should say, I've heard uh, you guys work really hard uh, to do uh, these things covertly, even if you have to, to make a situation work. If, if the fear is so great that you don't want to be discovered trying to get out of the situation, you'll work to uh, do it in secret essentially, right? Absolutely. Um, a lot of times, these kinds of cases have to be done in secret um, and they have to be quick and we have to be on it. All right, Talitha. Well, uh, it's a horrible reason that you had to come here and talk about this day. It's something we should uh, definitely talk about more. I thank you for taking some time to chat with us. Thank you for having me. That's uh, Talitha Nielsen, again, the family law advocate with the Fort St. John Women's Resource Society. We'll be right back to talk with uh, Lisa Jewell from the Fort St. John Women's Resource Society right after this on Moose Talks. Who's a good doggy? Do you have a pet that can do a cool trick or just be adorable? Submit a picture of your pet for your chance to win a $100 gift card to North Peace Veterinary Clinic with Pet of the Month at moosefm.ca under contests. <laughs> 
The amount of household items that can be recycled at FSJ Return It might surprise you. Chances are you have a lot of things around the house that can be recycled that you didn't even know was recyclable. FSJ Return It accepts beverage containers, household paints and chemicals, computer printers, gaming machines, cell phones, small appliances, power tools, and so much more. Please call ahead if you have a large order. For the full list of items, visit return-it.ca. FSJ Return It, open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on 93rd Avenue. Mmm, some of you might be disappointed this Valentine's Day won't include a romantic dinner at your favorite restaurant or a night at the movies with your love. But if you ask me, a Valentine's date alone at home is even better. Stop in Veronica's closet and pick up everything you need for a Valentine's night in. Sexy lingerie and massage oils, <gasps> toys and games. Trust me, you don't have to go out to have a very happy Valentine's Day. Veronica's Closet, your all-grown-up store on 93rd Avenue and check them out on Facebook. Getting your nursing degree is now more accessible. Apply for UNBC's Northern Baccalaureate Nursing Program in Fort St. John. If you have at least 60 credits of university-level post-secondary education, apply now. The NBNP degree is completed over five semesters or 20 months full-time. Employment opportunities for nurses in Northeast BC are expected to trend upwards. Apply for fall 2021 today. Visit unbc.ca slash nursing for detailed admission requirements. That's unbc.ca slash nursing. Watch this show live on Facebook or download the podcast at energeticcity.ca. Welcome back to Moose Talks. I'm Dub Craig. Uh, we've had Lisa Jewell on before um, to talk about, you know, drug toxicity and overdoses in this community. Um, but today we wanted to have her on to talk again about it again another subject uh, that we could definitely all talk a bit more about uh, yesterday sadly the BC coroner service released uh, new numbers that say 1716 people died in BC uh, due to drug toxicity uh, some of them were right here in Fort St. John Lisa thank you so much for talking about uh, uh, talking with us today Thank you for having me. Like you said, it's definitely a topic that uh, we need to ensure is getting out into the community so that we can create more awareness about what exactly it is that we're dealing with here. Absolutely. Uh, So uh, for my uh, uh, taking a look at the information, it looks like 29 people died in the uh, Northeast this year, past year, of drug toxicity. Uh, That's 44 deaths per 100,000, which is the third highest rate in the province between uh, behind Vancouver and the northern interior which includes prince george uh, this crisis has certainly reasserted itself after uh, last year or 2019 i should say uh, saw a significant dip um, i mean what's been your experience at the center have you seen it abate at all or is it i mean you've kind of been dealing with this more since the ta- ta- the start of pandemic eh Absolutely. Um, Numbers are continuing to rise. There's also a lot of people in our community who are overdosing, but are fortunate to keep their lives out of the deal. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether it be because they're following certain ways of using by not using a loan or being able to use the lifeguard app or having naloxone with them and having somebody around who is able to issue naloxone in the event of an overdose. Um, that's definitely come into play. I'm hearing a lot of clients talking about how they had to naloxone their friend last night and they overdose and it took a lot of 
a lot of naloxone, but they were able to bring that individual back into consciousness. So I definitely commend those who have taken the time to get trained in naloxone. Thank you. And I, I think that we need to continue educating and providing naloxone to our community. We want to drop these numbers. We want to have the people in our community safe and alive, regardless of who they are, what they're doing and what their choices are. It does not matter. I remember before, I think we had you on right before Christmas, and uh, the talk at the time was um, there was something in the supply in the region that was making it more uh, toxic. Uh, are you seeing that still? Is it more people are using and are more people using it alone because of COVID-19 uh, restrictions? So um, we think that the uh, whatever substance was been, being added to the um, illicit substances for use may have been toned down a little bit okay. because people aren't as quick to overdose and pass away. But that is not by any means saying that we have a safe supply in our community. The drugs are still incredibly toxic and they have additives in them of God knows what. Nobody knows with what exactly is being added into the substances that are available on the street at the moment. Um, people are still overdosing, they're still using, and yes, the pandemic has made it a lot harder, especially for anybody who might have an addiction and, say, maybe waiting on a COVID test or is tested positive and has been told by health authorities that they need to self-isolate. So self-isolation for somebody who is active in addiction is incredibly difficult, especially when they're alone. Um, a lot of the lifestyle goes with seeing other people who are also active in addiction and talking to each other about what's happening in their world. And when they're told that they need to isolate and be by themselves, well, unfortunately, some of them are still using, and that puts them in a position of using alone, which is the exact opposite of what we want anybody to do. But unfortunately, given the current um, health pandemic, we haven't truly found a way around that yet. Uh-huh. Uh, if you've been hearing from people who maybe have access to services, um, who, who who have uh, are users, um, are they struggling to access you know mental health uh, supports that maybe would be helping them in, in this situation? Because you know there never seems to be enough of that. There's not enough help for it. Um, we definitely have services in the community that do help with. Um, people being active in addiction absolutely but the we need a detox center we need more access to treatment centers we need more access to housing where case planning can be implemented and people who are needing help accessing services can have some advocacy to help get to what they need okay um, beyond sort of political will to do uh, some of those things, you know, a detox center closer by and whatnot, what, what can I do? What can, you know, people who live in this community who, who maybe know someone who, who, who is addicted or even if they don't know, what, what can we do to make the situation better now? Um, I would say definitely um, continue having conversations about overdoses and about the stigma of addiction and mental health as they are often associated. Um, talking to people who you 
might have a theory is using about safe usage, using safe supplies. Having access to naloxone is integral. Um, please come on down to the Women's Resource Society. You will have to book an appointment at this point as we're operating with one person in the building due to COVID protocols. But we're more than happy to train you to get you going with enough knowledge so that you are armed and ready to go with naloxone when and if you happen across a situation where you need it. All right. Well, you guys are uh, some of the frontline workers uh, on uh, this crisis. And uh, as it turns out, you need a new roof uh, for the Women's Resource (laughs) Center. Um, So you guys have been uh, doing a fundraiser. Uh, How's that going so far? You know, it's going fantastic. Um, Becky Bell has put together the 40 for 40, so $40,000 for 40 years of service in the community. And she's been working with the board and other volunteers, and they've been doing a fantastic job. So we need 10 more sponsors of either a business or a person or a group of friends or anybody who would like to come together and become a sponsor for donor of the day of the 40 for 40 challenge. And we will have met our goal. So 10 more sponsors is what we're looking for. And I'd just like to give a shout out to McSuds. They've been a longtime supporter of the Women's Resource Society. And today is their day for donor of the day. So thank you, McSuds. You guys are fantastic. We truly appreciate your time, effort, donations. The awareness that you spread about our cause, it's definitely appreciated. Okay. And uh, earlier this week, you were, uh, I believe you put out a call for gloves and uh, mittens because it was very cold. Are you guys still looking for items like that? And uh, if not, you know, what kind of other things can uh, people donate if you're not a corporation, if you just want to help out? <laughs> uh, if you're just looking to help out, a bag of food is always great. Yeah. Uh, we'll always accept gloves, even if it's 30 degrees in the middle of summer. We will accept gloves for winter because they do go very quickly. Um, yeah, so anybody wishing to drop off some gloves or toques, we're just asking that you call the center and book a drop-off time with our receptionist, and she'll be happy to get you set up with a time in a way that you can uh, drop a couple things off. We are still at the point where we're unable to accept clothing and household donations. We're hoping within the next couple of weeks that might be able to change, but due to current COVID uh, protocols, we have to wait a little bit longer as we can't have more than basic and essential staff to come into the building at the moment which means we can't have volunteers in to sort the donations and get them out properly so if we can't do it properly and to the best of our ability we're going to have to put it on pause so that we can make sure that we continue providing the same amazing services that we strive for okay and quickly back to your uh, roof uh, fundraiser you said you need 10 more donors how much time is left in the uh, fundraiser by the way uh, we are on February 12th, so that would be another, gosh, 28 days. Oh, okay. So we're doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Um, I, I really encourage anybody in the community, though, if you're looking for a fulfilling way to get involved and to help the organization, we really need this new roof. Um, so, yeah, jump in. You will be... Uh, advertised on our window and with the radio stations and definitely have a place within our hearts because we really, really want to be able to continue serving everybody in the best way that we can. And we need the building in one piece to be able to continue doing that. 
All right, Lisa. Well, I really appreciate you taking some time here. I did say it to her, but I also really appreciate, uh, for what it's worth, the work uh, that you and Talitha and all the uh, people at the uh, Women's Resource Society do. So thanks for taking some time to chat with us today and keep up the great work, eh? Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me again. You're very welcome. That's Lisa Jewell, the Outreach and Housing Coordinator with the Fort St. John Women's Resource Society. We'll be right back to wrap things up on Moose Talks right after this. Got folks coming over and my vacuum on sucks, so I throw it in my truck and I'm off to the vacuum store. It's on 99th Avenue, fix it up right, open 10 in the morning until 5 at night. They got all the supplies you need, you know. Vacuum on suck, man it doesn't work, gets on my nerves. Energetic vacuums on 99th Avenue, across from Friendly Pets and on Facebook. Big money, big money. The Neat Bingo Extravaganza is on Tuesday, February 16th at 7 p.m. On the purple card, you can win up to $500 with any one line, $750 with any two lines, $1,000 with the large square, and the blackout jackpot of $1,250. Bingo cards are $5 each and available at these fine retailers. Fireweed Market in the former Systems by Trail Building, Gateway SO, Chevron and Charlie Lake, the Taylor Inn Liquor Store, Ready Mart next to QSpot and Neat.ca. The Neat Bingo Extravaganza, Tuesday, February 16th at 7 p.m. BC Gaming Event License number 126599. Know your limit, play within it. 19 plus. Please note that bingo is only available on Facebook at Moose FM and at Energetic City. If you're looking for hassle-free internet services, call the Peace Region Internet Society today. With coverage throughout most of the Peace, PRIS can get you connected quickly without the hassle of contracts or bundles. Visit PRIS.ca or call 1-800-768-3311 for more information. Hi, this is Ted with PIMS Production Equipment. Talk to us at PIMS for electrical work, air compressors, pumps, valves, relief valves, office phones, and computer networks. Experience the best in service. Check us out at PIMS.ca or call PIMS at 2 250-787-0808. Our community first. This is Moose Talks with Dub Craig on Moose FM. Our thanks again to our guests Talitha Nielsen and Lisa Jewell from the Women's Resource Society for joining us today. If you'd like to watch this episode again, the video will be available shortly on Moose FM and the EnergeticCity.ca Facebook pages. You can also download the podcast at EnergeticCity.ca slash Moose Talks. That does it for this episode. Moose Talks is produced by Adam Rayburn and Trey Lopashinsky. I'm Dub Craig. Be well. Join us next Friday at 10 a.m. for another episode of Moose Talks, a weekly talk show about Fort St. John and the North Peace. This is Moose Country. This is Moose Country. 100.1 Moose FM. A 40 HP Johnson on a flat bottom metal boat. Coke cans and BB guns, barbed wire and old fence posts. Eight point bucks in autumn. And freshly cut cornfields One arm out the window And one hand on the wheel Some things just go better together And probably always will Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise Sunday drives and time to kill What's the point of this?
this on guitar If it ain't got no strings Or pouring your heart into a song That you ain't gonna sing It's a match made up in heaven Like good old boys and beer And me As long as you're right here in my wallet when we go out downtown your lipstick stained every coffee cup that I got in this house the way you say I love you too is like rain on an old tin roof and your hand fits right into mine like a needle in a groove some things just go better together And probably always will Like a cup of coffee And a sunrise Sunday drives and time to kill What's the point of this old guitar If it ain't got no strings Or pouring your heart into a song That you ain't gonna sing It's a match made up in heaven Like good old boys and beer And long as you're right here Sometimes we're oil and water But I wouldn't have it any other way And if I'm being honest Your first and my last name Would just sound better together And probably always will Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise Sunday drives and time to kill What's the point of this old guitar If it ain't got no strings Or pouring your heart into a song That you ain't gonna sing It's a match made up in heaven Like good old boys and beer And me, as long as you're right here. And me, as long as you're right here. We knew every word the first time we heard it, 'cause it was singing about us. She could go back before all this Oh, 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 oh. And tell the radio You were about to go We sing about falling in love It couldn't get much better I wish I could make time stop In that chorus forever But things change and you're gone And I can't turn it off when it comes on no. Now it's just another one of my drinking songs Like you're calling in 
If you look at the flooring in your home and don't absolutely love it, maybe it's time for some new ones. Maybe it's time for bronze flooring. The winter stock clear out is on now at bronze and you'll save big on flooring throughout the store. Look for the bright yellow stars on in stock vinyl plank, carpet and area rugs. Plus plenty of paint and home decor items to finish the look. The winter stock clear out on now at bronze flooring in the big bronze building and at bronzeflooring.ca. Shante and I want to know what's the biggest red flag in dating or the reverse of that what's the best reason to date someone so maybe you're on a dating app or something like that and either it's something in their bio that you're like yes I need this or you're on a first date and they say something and you're like yeah I'm, I'm gonna date this person or the reverse of that again what's the biggest red flag so maybe something that like you ignored or they set it on the first date or something, and you're immediately like, yeah, I'm never going to see you again. Let me know by texting in on the Fort City Chrysler text line 250-800-2360, or you can give me a call, 250-787-2222. After a big snowfall, there's a lot of work to do to get our roads clear and safe. So the city of Fort St. John reminds all residents to be patient and give our snow fighters space to work. If you see them busy removing snow, take an alternate route or give them plenty of space to do their job. They're out there making our city safe for us. So let's give them the cooperation they need and deserve. To report a problem, call 311 or use the report a problem form on the city's website, fortstjohn.ca.
Get outside and get involved. I'll be going out every Wednesday to participate in a Winter City activity with the City of Fort St. John. Hey, I'll be there too. Oh yeah, Laura will be there too. You can win gift cards when you post a picture of yourself doing the same activity we are. Go to www.moosefm.ca. You can't one-up me, Briggsy. You're going to get a snowball in the face. Many of us have been excited for 2021 to arrive, Armor Lubricants included, because this year they're expanding their storefront. The Armor Lubricants storefront is expanding to include a huge selection of tools, plenty of shop supplies, lots of safety supplies, grills, smokers, and more. Plus, they're adding a second service truck. Armor Lubricants, your local source for lubrication solutions and so much more. See them on Alaska Highway by TNT Communications or learn more at armorlubricants.com. Complete Safety Services with 10 years serving the Peace Area, they strive to offer the best safety service in the oil and gas industry. Complete Safety Services specializes in safety with their experienced field safety advisors and medics. Complete Safety Services can prepare companies for their core, develop written safety programs, and manage ISN and comply works. Complete Safety Services also offers traffic control, hotshot, and pilot car services on 93rd Street. Look them up online, CompleteSafety.com. As a 100% Indigenous-owned company, they are proud to support the oil and gas industry. The Women's Resource Society is celebrating their 40th anniversary this year by having a 40 years and $40,000 challenge fundraiser to replace their roof. They would like to say thank you to the donor of the day, Mick Suds Car and Truck Wash, for their support of $1,000. This community update is brought to you by the Fort St. John Co-op. You're at home here. It's the Fort St. John Women's Resource Society's 40th anniversary this year, and they're looking to raise $40,000 for a new roof. The 40 for 40 for $40,000 will start on February 1st, and all proceeds will go to the society. They want 40 donors of $1,000 in 40 days, and all donors will be recognized. For information on how to donate, call Becky Bell at 250-271-0133. Let us know about your event. Email reception at moosefm.ca. To the CRTC, we're CKFUFM. But you can call us 100.1 Moose FM. For St. John's energetic country. Weather is brought to you by Murray GM. Murray GM, Fort St. John, serving Western Canada for over 90 years. Moose country weather. Okay, I'm saying it's warming up because it is. Tomorrow, minus 24 and sunny. Sunday, minus 17, a mix of sun and clouds. Monday, minus 9 and sunny. Tuesday, you're not ready for this, ready? Minus 3, a mix of sun and clouds. Yeah, you heard me right, minus 3. Wednesday, minus 4 and a mix of sun and clouds. And Thursday, minus 5, also a mix of sun and clouds. Right now, outside the moose, it's mainly sunny, minus 22. And with the wind chill, minus 31. Thanks for listening to this energeticcity.ca podcast. Energeticcity.ca is your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To help keep us independent and to support this podcast, go to energeticcity.ca slash join.